This is Gregory Campbell, the original Greg Boy, and you're tuning into Gabbin with Greg. With superhero media flying out left and right, I thought it'd be time to take a dip in the superpowered pool and pull out something that I have not seen a lot of talk about recently, that being Titans. Titans Season 3 is set for an August 2021 release, so I decided that it's the best time to do a recap of the whole series. For today, I'll be covering Season 1, which came out in 2018 to mixed reviews. While I found it enjoyable, it runs into some issues here and there, though I still encourage you to check it out on HBO Max if you haven't yet. Or stay tuned and check out this podcast and you could hear my thoughts about the whole series. I will also have a visual version of this on my YouTube channel with memes, all sorts of funny stuff. So be sure to check that as well when it comes out. It'll probably come out, give or take a week or so after this podcast comes out. Before I continue, I want to give a summary of season one. Season one focuses on the four members of the Titans. That being Dick Grayson as Robin, Rachel as Raven, Gar as Beast Boy, and Corey as Starfire. Grayson is a police detective within Detroit and has just left Batman. Grayson still uses the Robin costume but is questioning his identity since he's decided to go solo and not give into the darkness. Raven has some demonic abilities and has decided to go to Dick for help after the death of her quote-unquote mother. Starfire, or Corey, has no memory and spends a season assessing the team and trying to remember who she really is. And then there's Gar. And honestly, he doesn't really do much this season. The only thing that happens to him is that he kind of introduces the Doom Patrol and then he goes off with the team to have a normal life. He doesn't really do anything else beyond that. There are a couple other side characters such as Hank and Dawn as Hawk and Dove as well as Jason Todd as the second Robin. These three people are technically part of the tie-ins, but they don't take a huge role in this season. Though, I will say they have really cool episodes that focuses on their characters, and I recommend that if you don't end up watching the season, at least watch those two centered episodes, that being Hawk and Dove and the Jason Todd episode. The big bad this season is Trigon, or Rachel's dad. His goal is to manifest himself on Earth and rule it or destroy it, corrupt it. It's kind of a mixed bag. All we really know is that if he shows up, it's basically game over for everyone. And it's a goal to basically not let him show up. There are a couple other antagonists throughout the season, such as the nuclear family, but not really super important. Basically, they show up and they get dealt with not important, but cool fight scene. So watch it. The season ends with Trigon manifesting himself on Earth. Rachel is unaware of everything that will come from this, but she'll learn it rather soon. Corey realizes that she was an alien sent to Earth to kill Raven, but she doesn't do it at the end because they're besties. Grayson finishes his arc of self-identity by, you know, doing what anyone else would, give into darkness and become possessed by Trigon. I'm dead serious, that's what happens to him, he doesn't actually do anything good, he just kind of turns evil at the end of the season. And then you have Gar, and to be honest, they never really gave him anything to do, so he doesn't really do anything at the end of the story, he kind of just gets sick, and that's 
basically the end of his character. <laughs> Not that he died. I mean, just in terms of character development, they don't really do anything with him. Although, I will mention something later on, but I don't really think it's that good for development. Now that I covered the general synopsis of Titan Season 1, I'm going to dive a little bit more into what I like and don't like about this season. Now, one thing that the show definitely did right is the casting. Branthwaite's Anna Diop, Tegan Croft, and Ryan Potter are probably four of the best casting options I've ever seen for any superhero media, for that matter. They look spot on their costumes, and I know not a lot of people love the Starfire costume. It's eh, it's 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 not that good. For those that just want to look it up in season one, it's not terribly good, but I like the take on it. I think it looks okay. It definitely gets better over time. I think season two, the hair changes up and it gets a lot better. But for the most part, I think the casting is perfect. They nail all their lines. I have no issue with the acting whatsoever. I think the acting is great. I have some issues with some word choice, some of the script and some parts of the plot, but I think the casting is perfect. Another thing that I really like about this show is that it's a little bit more gritty and edgier than most other superhero shows. I don't mind if there's a show that's very bright and cheerful, but to be honest, when it comes to DC, I need it to be more for a mature audience. I've read a ton of DC comic books and they've always been very dark and gritty. There are a couple of bright and fun reads, but yeah, they're usually pretty bloody, dealing with some dark elements, and this show definitely delivers. The two biggest moments that I think about is when Dick is dealing with Jason beating up all those cops. It was a very scary scene. Awesome, but very scary. And the other one that I always think about is when Beast Boy ended up losing it and just mauls a doctor and I basically eats him. I think he's eaten it. He bit into him. It was kind of gross. Very dark, scary, considering the fact that in this story, Gar's vegan and he's not trying to hurt people. He, he does that, though they kind of drop the ball there. But still, look pretty scary and this show definitely delivers on that now I, there are some people that aren't so much for the edginess and that's totally understandable all i can really say about it is this if you're someone that's looking for a show that's more reminiscent of the original cartoon series and honestly this might not be for you and in which that case i recommend that you watch teen titans go <laughs> now nah, i'm just i'm just kidding don't watch that show now that I've covered my favorite things about Titans, it's time to tear the new one, unfortunately. Uh, it's needless to say that this season has been very polarizing. It has a lot of people that love it, and there's a lot of people that hate it. I'm honestly kind of in the middle. I was really hyped to watch this show, but it was just an overwhelming meh for me. I think it had some really good aspects to this, but there's a lot of things that just miss the ball and a lot of things that are just negatives 
to where I can't say that I absolutely love this, even though I really, really, really want to. I will say that Teen Titans Season 2, I really like that. That's really good. I would give that a, a high grade, but this season I can't really say. So let's talk about it. One of the biggest things that I always think about is that this show has a very slow slow burn when it comes to main character development and main character arcs side characters such as jason hank and don they get a pretty solid introduction to the characters and i feel that in terms of the season they get their stories resolved in a pretty good way in fact if for some reason the show got canceled during season one just considering those characters i don't think that there really wouldn't be any need for anything in terms of a follow-up I thought the characters were resolved in a pretty good way. To be honest, I would have loved to have a spin-off series involving them, but we didn't get that, which kind of sucks. Although I kind of hope that maybe we might in the future. Just keep my fingers crossed. So you have some pretty good side characters, as I said. Then we switch, we move over to the main characters, and we realize that, oh gosh, they do not get much going for them. And I think the worst part about it is that they are supposed to be the main characters that being robin starfire raven and beast boy in fact if you look up the casting for season one those are the only four characters that have main roles in the show jason hank and don get recurring roles and they actually have a character arc that i actually am invested in because it actually comes to an end everyone else in season one they kind of ends not really and I'll go further and talk about why that doesn't work. Let's begin with Dick Grayson. Season 1 ends with Dick being possessed and Trigon coming back. Which is cool, yeah, yay plot, that's great. But then, uh, character development just, it just isn't there for him. It, I sit there and I wonder what's happening with him, what's going on, I, I just don't get it. This whole arc revolves around him giving, well, not giving into darkness and not turning evil. And then he does that at the end and gets all possessed and it's really sad. But then we get no indication that he's going to try to fight and break out of this. He just, he kind of just gives in and that's basically it. In fact, later on, he doesn't even break out of it. It's Rachel that saves him. More on that later. Robin's biggest thing is fighting his identity. And after the episode where he destroys the Robin costume, it looks like he was set up to become the new Vigilante Nightwing, or at least be put towards that direction. I was at least hoping for that. And then you get the episode with Donna Troy, which is a really cool character, I'll talk about her later. But she shows up and she kind of helps him out, doubles down with him on the idea of becoming something different from Robin or Batman, you know, be something more. And it looks like he's gonna be Nightwing at the end of the first season. That's what I was thinking. In fact, I think that's what was the original plan, but they changed it up. I honestly don't know why, but they just changed it up. And yeah, instead of him coming Nightwing, what we get is him going on some weird magic trip in the finale. And then he ends up killing Batman and then just gives up and becomes evil. It's like I sat there talking to the writers and they look at me and they just say, Oh, I'm sorry, what's that? You wanted Nightwing? Nah, fam. Come back next season. We'll have Nightwing be Nightwing. Next up, we have Gar. Gar's only arc 
that I remember is that he's trying to not murder people. He talks about how he's vegan and that he doesn't really want to hurt anyone or eat anyone. And then he ends up breaking that rule. He kills a doctor out of defense. And you can tell, at least in that episode, he's completely scarred by this. And it really breaks him down. The only issue is that the only follow-up that we get to this is that we see some hallucinations of this dead doctor. And then Starfire basically tells him that it's okay. And he basically just ends up moving on because he likes Rachel and just hangs out with her. And that's basically it. We don't really get any mention of him murdering a doctor ever again. It's like it's just dropped as if he just stopped caring. And then after that, he doesn't really do much else beyond this. He just kind of chills with Rachel for the rest of the season. And then, you know, he gets sick. And then that's basically it. it, it not really anything else. Really sad. You know, you have this really big setup for this character. You have him murder someone. He promised to never do it. He's vegan for crying out loud. He ate a person and he's freaking out. And Corey's like, it's okay. And he's like, you're right. I'm going to hang out with Rachel. It's just... Honestly, I sat there and I watched this and it's just going from, I can't believe I killed this person to, I want to hang out with Rachel. I just sat there and I just said, no, no one does that. Literally no one does that. You expect me to just believe this is Gar's arc? No, try again. And then there's Starfire. Starfire remembers her mission, which is to come down to earth and stop Trigon, which involves killing Raven. I was sitting there and I was just thinking, oh my gosh, this is going to be such a cool moment where we have Starfire versus Raven. I can't wait. And I just was so excited. And then what we get is Donna Troy being the crap out of Corey. Now, I'm not going to say that wasn't a cool scene. It was pretty cool, but I was so hyped up for this. And then literally they, they deal with that plot thread in two seconds via Donna Troy or side character for that most part. It's really sad. A side character comes in claps the main character and that's basically it i don't know if it's just me but i said some kind of trend going in this first season where literally the main characters end up losing at the end or they get beaten the crap out of by literally something else or someone else in this season it's it's kind of sad if you ask me now i'm not saying that you can't end a season on a loss, but I think you should at least tie off some form of loose ends. But what we're left with instead is uh, someone discovering that uh, what you know what what they need to be doing. She Corey discovers what she needs to be doing at the end, and then she gets yeeted out of the season by a side character of all people. A side character, like if it was Beast Boy or Robin, like a main character eliminating a main character. or kind of throw them off to the side fine but it's a side character that basically comes in and basically ends everything it's just kind of sad to be asking it's just really sad really 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 sad now it's not as if starfire doesn't do anything else after because she goes to her ship and the ship basically tells her everything that the team needs to know about trigon but it's either stuff that we kind of already know like if you don't know by the second to last episode that Trigon is a bad person and shouldn't show up. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Because they've been hyping up this person and it's like, yeah, we know he's not a good person. I mean, yes, they give a picture of what he looks like and that's cool. And yeah, we learn more about Corey as an alien, but there's not really much follow up to it because literally the next episode is focusing on Dick. 
and then the the, the, the opening to season two, which I'll talk about in a bit, doesn't really have any follow-up. It's like, we don't really get any follow-up to her alien origins until later on during season two. Now, lastly, we have Rachel or Raven. To be honest, I don't have a big issue with Raven and her arc because it's not that hard to mess up. Her arc literally revolves on her trying to control her powers and involves her dad, Trigon, who ends up showing up on Earth at the end of the first season, which I kind of thought, oh, interesting. That's pretty cool, right? So in terms of a character arc, it's, it's good. But I can't really give the show brownie points for this because it's practically a given. You can't mess this up. Her dad is literally the villain of season one. If they mess that up, that would have been stupid. So I can't give them brownie points for this. It's they, they, they should have nailed it anyway. And I thought they did good with it. The only caveat, the only issue that I have with Raven and her arc is that season two, episode one. For those who don't know, season two, episode one is a continuation more or less of the season one finale and it's actually where the team or really where raven defeats trigon and he gets taken away to wherever i honestly don't know what happened to him at the end of the episode but it's such a cool episode an awesome awesome episode and i said then i think to myself this would have been better in terms of tying off the character raven and at least opening up a new chapter for her, learning her new powers with a new weird little blood gem thing on her head. Because that's where she gets it. She gets it during that episode. And uh, if I'm being honest, this would have definitely helped out with the other characters. Uh, as I mentioned before, with Dick, Dick doesn't break out of Trigon's possession. It's really Raven that helps him out and helps him get out of it. So it's really, you know, I thought this would have been a really good finale to season one but we didn't really get that we got this weird kind of episode where it ends with dick being possessed which don't get me wrong pretty scary cliffhanger but in terms of character arcs i just i don't think it does it for me it's okay you know if you really love it that's great but i honestly just thought it was okay aside from that i can't really point out any specific issues and tie-ins the only other thing that I have, and this is really just me nitpicking at this point, is that I found myself more interested in the side characters. In fact, the whole episode dedicated to Hank and Don is still my favorite episode of the season, and arguably the whole series. And the episode with Doom Patrol was so cool that, honestly, after watching that episode, because I was trying to binge watch it, I was watching all the episodes in order, I spent a whole day watching them. After the episode, the Doom Patrol episode, I started looking up the Doom Patrol show because I wanted to watch that, which I'll definitely cover in the future. So just keep a lookout for it. But yeah, overall, I think the show is okay. It's not terrible. It's not the worst show I've ever seen. I would definitely watch it maybe a second time, not just to rant, but to actually enjoy it. I actually enjoyed some parts of it. And I just feel like in certain parts, it misses the mark. But, you know, not, not a bad show. If I had to really give it a rating, eh, I guess maybe a B, B minus at the best. So maybe like a seven and a half out of ten. I don't think it's that terrible. I just think it's 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 good enough to warrant a second season. I just, you know, I had a big expectation 
At least when I first watched it, I had a bigger expectation for the second season because it needed to knock it out of the park. And I will say at least the second season is, I, in my opinion, a lot more enjoyable than this season. So, what do you think? Do you like Titan Season 1? Let me know whether through my podcast or my YouTube channel. I will also include links below if you'd like to get in touch and share your thoughts with me. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and follow for more content like this. Until then, this has been Gregory Campbell, and you have been tuning in to Gabbing with Greg. Stay chill.